Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yo, what's up? Alton Our Stars Podcast. That's the name of the show. My name is Chris Payne. I'm your host. This is Billboard's weekly alternative music themes podcast. This week's episode is with an artist called Yaysayer. They're a band. There's three of them, three guys. I've been into them for a while. They've been around almost 10 years, and I'd say like pretty much gotten on the ground floor with these guys. I was listening to them a while ago, and this is the first time that I've ever interviewed them, so did some looking back on what they've been into over all these years. They have a new album coming out. It's called Amen and Goodbye. You should check it out. But honestly, for a band that's about to put out a new record, they didn't really talk a ton about the album, which I think they were okay with. And I was okay with it too, because this was really fun. Talked about a whole lot of different things. We discussed uh, a lot about just how New York has changed over the years, because I lived in New York for the past three years. These guys have been there a good while longer, so... Interesting things to discuss all around. Talked about Billy Joel a lot, kind of randomly. Talked about how the guys in Yaysayer have certain views on how people write about their music, star ratings, number ratings, all that. We talked about the journalism game. Pretty interesting talk. I think you'll enjoy it. Also, if you like what you hear, maybe this is your first time listening, head on over to iTunes. You can either click the iTunes link in the bottom of the story or search for the Alton R Stars on iTunes. There you can subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to all the old episodes. We've been doing this for over a year, so there's lots to listen to. Some recent stuff we've had on the show, Ra Ra Riot, Borns, Chairlift, a lot of interesting stuff to listen to, the back issues of Alton R Stars. Also, if you could give us a star rating, that's just super, super helpful for everything we do with the podcast. But I'm done with that little spiel. Um, hope you enjoy the show. Yay Sayer on the Alton R Stars. Check it out. Alton R Stars podcast. Here in the Billboard office, chatting with Yay Sayer. What's up, guys? Whole band here. Hello. Hello, hello. Should we introduce ourselves? Let's or? do it. Introduce yourselves, and it might be tough for you guys, but the best way in like 10 seconds to say what you do in the band. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be panned left, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. On the left side of your speaker, <laughs> on the left side, it's Anand Wilder, guitarist extraordinaire of Yay Sayer. Panned hard left. <laughs> Uh, I believe I'm center. Is that right? Am I the center center channel? No? Yes? Okay, yes. Right, I'm getting a yes. This is uh, Ira Wolf Tutan. I'm a, I'm a bass player. Uh, Chris Keating. Uh, I sing. Play samplers sometimes. Word, word. So we're all here promoting new album, Amen and Goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So I feel like with Yesera, the first three albums are much closer together in time. This one's you few feel years that after, and you, and you would be and right. And it's true. Yes. And if you looked it's at a, fact. if you looked yeah. at a Wikipedia page of dates, it would confirm that. Never trust I feel, the Because I feel like the first album came out a long time ago, and then the second one was like farther after that, and then the third one was like right kind after, of, kind like of right, right after that one, and then this one seems like it was like just a couple weeks later. It just feels that way. Huh. To me. So but I think you, that's just the sense, my sense of time as I get older. Yeah, because I yeah. was going to ask, like, do you feel like, since you know the last one was 2012, it's 2016 now, do you feel like a different era for the band, maybe a trilogy here and just the start of something new? A trilogy? Yeah. The this first would be, be a trilogy. one of three? This one, the last, the first three. Oh, oh, we've finished the trilogy. Yeah. yeah. No, they uh, don't really work together. They all, they all have their own little distinct personalities. Wow. I think it's just, yeah, you know, we try to do some different, different things. Take a little, yeah. take a little pause, touring, life, recalibrating. You know, wanted you to make do a, a lot of recalibrating. Yeah, lots of recalibrating. I need like every time I get on the subway, I need at least a week off after that. That's like my stress level right now. I just cannot. I can't deal. Yeah. yeah. You know what I? You know what I just did on the subway. Put my earplugs in and started reading. You gotta Not talk even into your microphone. Put my earplugs in. You gotta uh, put earplugs in on the subway. It's, it's yeah, the safest start, thing. And, Do you wear earplugs uh, on the subway? You occasionally, need... most yeah, of the time. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a joy. Yeah. Yeah. Just zone out. Yeah. But yeah, not with the smartphone, just with the, the hard cover. Actually, the soft cover. But uh, What's so I mean, stressful about the subway for you? People? It's loud. There's a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of sad people. A lot of sadness. I kind of like some of the sadness. Yeah, subways, subways I, I, are like, much more sad. Than like, happy. right tonight, the biggest, this is the biggest stress of my week, is I got to take the subway home probably right around rush hour and witness. The morning commute is a little hopeful. If you do something in the morning, midday is cool. When you have to get on that train and that, right at that, that, that sweet spot, yeah. is the rough, is the weird time, I feel like. I'd rather just, like, stay and hang out for hours. I mean, my- and catch a late night or, like, a later evening. Or you just start walking. Or just start walking because I don't want to see that. Six, I, do, I, I don't like it when you have to. You have to make that decision. Like I think I'll wait for the next train. Yeah, I mean my my commute is Grand Central Station nearby where we are now during rush hour, and then to Union Square, and then to the L in Williamsburg. So it's basically like a trio of heavy awful duty. You got that That's bad heavy duty. L. So, so tell, what are you going to do? me about those. What are you going to do when it closes? How you how Yo, you gonna my, that's, commute? That's like early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? What's your plan? You got a plan now to be ready early later. Early twenty eighteen. What's that? Early twenty eighteen. I'm gonna bask in how. Well, see, you guys have been in Brooklyn a lot or New York a lot longer than me. Yeah. How long have you been here? Last three years, a little more than three years. Where'd you come from? From New Jersey, Central New Jersey, just nice. outside Metro area. Good, good job. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've been here for like ten, eleven years. Where where did you guys when you first started doing Yaysayers? I guess it's like 2006. Or yeah, so. 2005. Yeah. Where yeah, did you guys live in New York? I lived in South. I lived above this bar called Montero's, which is at the very end of Atlantic Avenue. Oh wow! I've done karaoke a bunch of times there. Yeah, I lived, up, I lived not in the same it. building, but yeah, they still do it. Actually, went by there yesterday. Still the open. Still happening. Saturday night karaoke. It's not really hopping, but it's it's a, a thing. No, it's yeah. fun. It's That's cool. where we named the band. That's where we met. 
That's where I first met Ira. Yeah, on that's where on, on my birthday. We named on my seventeenth yeah, birthday. He drove. He drove up onto the curb, and I was like, "Chris, this is my friend. He's like, that <laughs> like, guy's this crazy. Guy's real psycho." <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that drives up on the curve right in front of Montero's. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, that was... Yeah, you that gotta was go, you gotta go. The first spot. <laughs> and then we recorded our first album in South Brooklyn, like, uh... What's it? Greenwood Park. Next, Greenwood, Park Heights, Greenwood yeah. Cemetery. Next to Greenwood Cemetery. Right, yeah, and I lived in Sunset Park when yeah. I first moved to the city, Where? so... Um, 53rd Street, oh, and, like, like... Right, you're the, in it. The last... Like bunch of residential apartments before it turned to factories and totally. warehouses, like by a third half or fourth half. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But now, what's that whole Sunset Park development called? I've not what? been back there much what? since. <laughs> I do There's not like know. Down, down yeah, by the water. The Williamsburg yeah, yeah, exactly. flea Williamsburg and <laughs> That's where they uh, do the flea now, right? Yeah, down by the water. It's, it's really thing. all yeah. built up now. Very different. Okay. No more prostitutes on Third Avenue. Uh-huh. Do you ever see the Steven Seagal movie that there's a chase scene all on Third Avenue, all down there in the 40s and 50s? I think it's called Out for Justice. It might be called Mark for Death or Hard to Kill. But okay, it's <laughs> one of those. I think it's Out for Justice. Different options. Out for yeah. Justice. I think is the one where he has the beret and he's is a big chase scene all Sunset Park. Mm-hmm. Just check it out. <clears throat> so when the band was first doing shows in the city, even though you were based more, seems like. South Brooklyn. I'm guessing the shows are more North Brooklyn. Well, our We're, first, our no, first couple shows no. are actually City. in Manhattan. Really? Yeah. Okay. Played like Lorelei, which is this German restaurant. In the Bowery, Bowery, Bowery Poetry Club. That was yeah. the first one. Yeah. Cake yeah. Shop. A lot of shows at that Cake was the Shop. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so many with yeah. Cake, cake Shop. Still open? Yeah. 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 Did a lot of shows. He was like our free lounge, maybe. Nope. Uh, no, we rarely did. I think Only we did Mercury Lounge much later. That it was part of. Was that part of tours? Maybe. I would say yeah, Cake yeah, Shop was, was kinda... the one that we played the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, not as many. Some gigs in Williamsburg, obviously, wherever. But Yeah. Um, Glass know. House, Glasslands. Glass House. Oh, Glasslands. Yeah. Don okay. Pedro's. Okay. Glasslands before it was like a vice office. Some top peas and stuff. Yeah. Some top A little bit. Yeah. We actually rented We didn't really do that much top pea. We rented a practice space No, we would get No, we would get opening slots for Todd P. approved bands. Yeah, the bands would ask us to play, yeah. So this is, I guess, kind of, you're t- talking about a time just before All Our Symbols leading up to this, like, 06, 07. Uh, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We so, met Jason in 06, who put out our first record. Okay. We Are Free. Now it's We Are Free Management. Okay. So in all this time, because you all still live in New York? Uh, kind of. Yeah, so okay. in and around. More or less. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I, I spend most of my time upstate. Okay, so uh, the state of New York. I live in, we we yeah. all live in New York State. New York, yeah. it's a state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is, is he still playing a Madison Square Garden as we speak? Like, who, Billy? Billy. Yeah. Uh, well, is that still going on? His monthly residency. Yeah. Is that going on still? Yes. I'm getting a yes. Yes, all right, it is. Yes. It's happening. It is. Still, super fan in the room. It is, is he going so? On. So does he? He just does that until he drops dead, or is it? Is there no like limit on that? That's a very morbid way of putting it. Well, everyone. That's does not morbid at all. If I could <laughs> be flying in <laughs> to play shows at Madison Square Garden when I'm what is he 63 or something? I have no idea. That's yeah. not morbid at all. That's be a beautiful, 60s. beautiful way of spending yeah. your 60s. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I was friend row for him at Bonnaroo last year. I had a blast. Yeah, he's. Just, yeah. I mean, L- he's a got lot a of songs. lot of songs. <laughs> lot of songs. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got songs. So in all the ways I'm thinking, talking about early New York, 
gigging around. You were all living in the city. Early New York for us. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was called New Amsterdam. <laughs> Stuyvesant was there. The Pequot Native Americans. <laughs> so basically what I'm getting at is how have you seen change? Oysters talk- the size of your forearm <laughs> plucked out of the Hudson. <laughs> and then Henry came along on his ships and ruined everything. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> How have we seen New York change? Besides the, the name change, the, t- the titular change from New Amsterdam to New York. Oh, man. Besides yeah. that. Let me tell you, honey, the 20s in New York <laughs> were amazing. Uh, well, we've seen, I mean, we've New York seen is hyper-development. So fast. Yeah, we've it's seen so Williamsburg fast. change in a crazy way. Development I, of the, the places that, the uh, place where we mixed our first record is now the back of a J. Crew. That okay. was that was TV that's, on the radio studio at the time. I had a place there, and that's yeah. a J. Crew store now. It's it is it's like that that Simpsons where the the homeless man turns into a fire hydrant. You know, <laughs> yeah. the video <laughs> yeah. for the the harbor place. It I feels that it, way many times. I lot. find it weird and depressing, but I get really nostalgic for places. Not even just yeah. not like not Brooklyn places, just like other places that weren't that were just always around when I was a teenager visiting New York, and now they're not there anymore. And is this more Manhattan, I guess? I mean, mostly that, you know, certainly like the Williamsburg places that have changed were, and you don't want to be like the old guy who bemoans change, but it is like, I just, some of the places I sounds miss. Sure, sure sounds like it right now. <laughs> I don't, I, but he's doing it. I don't want to be it. He's, yeah. <laughs> just miss some of the like, yeah, I was like, oh man, yeah. Pearl paint. It's a lot of Manhattan stuff. Yeah. It's weird that that's some of those things like those institutions are gone. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also always the the artistic institutions that go first. Right? Yeah. right, but they but they were I mean they've been around for a long time. It was a rapid. It was a decade of like boom yeah. boom boom all those are gone. And some the, t- the places I liked a lot. Yeah, and the time when the band started would have been just at the start of the era where like lower Manhattan had firmly shifted from the artistic place and giving that to the north side of Brooklyn, I'd say. I guess so. Yeah, I mean yeah, I think even we say, were yeah. we, I think we were probably that's the thing. Like, we can't claim any first generation status on no, Williamsburg no, no, whatsoever. No, we just can claim like it was, there were still some cool parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I mean, you look at like a movie. Williamsburg like, was over in two thousand two. Yeah, <laughs> Johnny Swade. If you watch that movie with Brad Pitt, Catherine Keener, and Samuel Jackson from like nineteen ninety, is all Greenpoint and Williamsburg people in bands. And man, that really <laughs> that really that really seemed like a cutting edge scene at that point. Yeah. 89, 90, being in a band, even a fake band with Brad Pitt, that's what the movie's about. <laughs> but, you know, it was that, that's like, I feel like that was kind of a good first artistic generation moving over there. Yeah. Um, and did you guys have your own studio? Was it in what, Sunset Park? Yeah, or somewhere a, near there? In space, yeah. Do you still have that? No. Okay. But it, it still exists. Okay. It's still an apartment that's been passed down. And we know the like guy who holds the lease. Yeah. And I went there the other day, and it's just like exactly the same wallpaper. That's weird. Hmm. Yeah, because no, we built those walls with these hands. We built these. You guys did a great, terribly job. built walls. Yeah. Good job, <laughs> Ira. Well, you taught us. So I it's did. Your fault, no, well, I but I wasn't there while you were doing it, so I just I set I set my children free. You taught me how to do very bad insulation, I yeah. guess. I tell you, yeah. I, had, I tell you how to do really bad sheetrock taping. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> one code will do. Cool. Let's drop in some music. This is uh, I Am Chemistry off the new album. Oh, here we go.
So let's see. We were talking about <laughs> time spent in between albums. So I'm interested. The last album before this one, Fragrant World, was 2012. So when you guys kind of wrapped up the cycle for that album, did you start work on music for this album right after, or did you just sort of take some time for life and other things? Probably work. You like, there's no real start or end date, you know? Hmm. Shows kind of, it's not like a tour ends and it's just over. Or a, uh, an idea for an album begins and it just starts one day. So you're kind of yeah. working on it. You have a couple weeks off, maybe try to write a song. Maybe not. If it's only a couple weeks, try, you know, just try to work a little recording. But then like more shows pop up, random things. You could, you could extend a tour for years. Yeah. For years. Like you really could like, this is a, a very large world of places to play music, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I mean going to Australia and things like that. Okay. <laughs> going to South America and then trying to work on some music and then eventually put a hard end date on it. I feel like we put a hard end date on shows and they just kept kind of coming up here and there. Okay. Cause I think some artists are more or less opposed to just one off shows when you're not like actively touring behind an album, but it seems yeah. like for you guys, it's just like you're down with just a continuous stream of, Oh, we'll do this. We'll do this. I guess. Mm. Yeah. Is that what the, it seems like? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez. We, we seem cheap and <laughs> yeah. Go anywhere. Those guys are Go desperate anywhere for anything. Buck. They'll play whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Bar mitzvahs. <laughs> we'll play your daughter's christening. Yeah. Uh, and bot mitzvahs as well. Yeah, yeah can't be discriminated. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, well, we man. went into we after touring. We went into the studio pretty soon after. Yeah. Right. We were doing some recording here. We just trying to get as many days as we could for free. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, we did we some. Did. We did some experimenting and then hunkered down, working it out. A lot of stuff at home. We all have our own studios at home. Okay. So. A lot of personal time <clears throat> necessary when you're living on a bus with your absolute favorite people in the world mm. of all time. <laughs> you need some time to get off that bus and just, just be on back to like calling each other all every day. You know? And that's sort of how you guys write a lot, a lot of time apart from each other, sending yeah, each other I'll clips like, and stuff. Call, I'll call Iler and be like, what do you think of this melody, man? Scooby doo doo. And I'll be like, how about this? And I'll be like, we got to get to the studio right away. Yeah. Book it. <laughs> Book it. Yo, Book. Keating, drums. Book the time. <laughs> yeah. Who are we going to get to produce this? Nice I just saw that. I don't know. I, somebody with a made up name. Have you guys seen that movie Whiplash? Yes. Yeah. 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 Did you enjoy that? It's I was like, it's, uh, torture. It's what a bit. the hell it's, is that? It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of torture. Uh, I did enjoy it mostly. I mean, is this, a, is this, is this like that it's, world? Yeah, yeah, it's, I think it's real. Oh, it's that world exists. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. If someone, yeah. all I could think of <laughs> is someone were to talk to me like that, I would punch him in his throat. I'm not a violent Well, he person. does. He does eventually? Well, I, not in his throat, but he punches him. But I don't think you appreciate how talented he is. The old guy. He's just like a legend. Yeah, I guess that's right. maybe true. So you don't, you know, you don't get that. I didn't get it. Yeah. Don't you guys want to be masters? Don't you want to be legendary? I used to want to be a master, and then no, I realized no interest know, in being a master. You have no. to, you have to sacrifice so many other things that I would like to do as well. You mean a master in something other like than what of, we do right of now? Drums. So, well, like he, he was for a time down with the insane teacher because he wanted to be the best. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's why he made his fingers bleed and just had no life aside from drums and fucking to be the bird of his time. I, I liked his his conversations with his 
like half brother or whatever about football. I yeah, only got about half an hour in before I was like, I can't take this anymore. I just couldn't take it. Yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. I I mean, it kind of rem- reminded me of really like bums me out. Yeah, it reminded me of like talk to my grandmother and her friends about like because uh, some of my uncles went to Curtis and like that world, uh, and which is the classical world. Uh huh. So it just kind of reminded me of a lot of conversations about which I w- never entered into because I think yeah. you know it was I wasn't like a three four year old prodigy who was going to practice. My parents weren't going to make me practice six hours a day. Anand probably did that more than I did. I mean, I did. It, Whiplash was like a black swan kind of thing, right? Just like a, yeah. a study of these torturous, rigorous schools. Yeah. That's, you know, it's it's exaggerated for sure. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Anyway, uh, I don't know where that came from. I just thought of it. That's, I know. That's good... I really, it's, I want them to make a, a, a movie about like, a guy going through architecture school. <laughs> it's just so torturous. He's breaking a lot of pencil points. He's like, ah! Yeah. And the architect, the teacher keeps being like, are you real with this? Is this what you really want? You gotta give it all up. He has like yeah. Fla- Frank Lloyd Wright over his bed. And he's, yeah, he's crying like, at it. Is that axonometric or not? Is that axonometric or not? <laughs> you know, that's, that's the movie I'm, I'm looking forward to. Are those Corinthian columns? <laughs> yeah, I know they are. Everybody knows. <laughs> so you guys don't don't want to push yourselves. Don't want to be the best. I don't. Uh, I, don't. Uh, I said I don't. What? I didn't. I'm not on answer. Well, I mean, you're talking about be the best at what? You're talking about something that's a very narrow. I don't know what you. Hmm. I don't think you can. You can be the best at. Being I mean, band. I'm really not into like who who's like the the best pianist right now. <laughs> is that, that's like a, is that weird, a thing. That's a that's a, yeah. thing, a thing for sure. And when I was when I was growing up playing cello, I probably was like thinking about these superstars in terms of football star. Who's the best soccer player right now? Who's the best cello player? Give me your mom. It's really weird for me that but like, that's not music uh, reviewers give a rating system or numbers to music. You wouldn't do that to painting. Mm. Like, what's the number system all about? I can think. I can think of where yeah. this criticism is going. I mean, the the no, fast- I'm just no. saying, like, who, <laughs> it's not going. I'm just like, I can see like rank. If you can rank something basically like this gets a seven out of ten, seven point two out of ten. Is there a, a website you're talking about? I, I mean, be, it can be I mean, anyone. That could be anybody. It could be, it could be stars. I don't care yeah, what. Yeah, it yeah. Is. I mean, it could be yeah. like. It's just that's a, that's a funny so that that to me links in the same thing of being the best. Yeah, yeah. If you want to be the best? It's like I don't really know what that. Can you win? I guess you can win. I mean, the, the most rewarding David thing Bowie is to wins yeah. being a musician. I think like in terms of rock bands or whatever. You know. Yeah. So like I'm joking. With he that. didn't like that concept. No, of obviously, being a, but of winning. Yeah. year-end lists in that sort of internet culture with music journalism well, sounds like you guys just don't vibe with that. Well, that's oh, okay. Do you uh, want to send a year-end list of your opinions yeah, your or whatever stuff. you but like? But that's going to be ranked, good. and it is going to have, like, the best. It's going to have, like, the number one album. Right. Well, yeah. we're not making one of them. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, you guys do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's not our and thing. we'll maybe read it or no. look at it and scroll, scroll across yeah, in our I'm feed. Not, yeah. I'm not into that kind of... Yeah, I mean, I could be like... I appreciate those people for, for just digging through so much music, more music yeah. than I will ever listen to in a year. Like, I, I can't even comprehend knowing like an album a day and the discovery aspect of it the service of showing all that music to people who yeah, might get informative. into it yeah. yeah 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 no that's a little different that's more like this is the stuff this year that i really got into yeah yeah but yeah i've discovered stuff from year end lists <laughs> <laughs> definitely 
hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How did I miss that one? What about just with reviews? Do you guys care about the press you guys get? Get away the reviews. Don't read them. Yeah. Um, I wish I could follow that advice. Yeah, I mean it's it's a weird kind of thing, right? Because the, you, you take you take the negative stuff. You're trying even to not expose yourself to negative stuff. But that's all we do is expose. But you also <laughs> you can't avoid it because it also affects every other facet of what we do. It affects the way you know uh, labels react, the way you know every press person you talk to reacts, the way publicity reacts, the way your shows go down. And I guess it affects so much of like the external stuff of what we do. Mm-hmm. So you can t- totally avoid it and not give a shit. I don't it know would if be I can easy, curse on this. It's easy but. to really give a shit, to not to give a shit uh, if you're very, very, very successful and you're selling yeah. millions of records. Then you're like, see, the public, they know. <laughs> they know the truth, even if you don't get it. But then when you don't do that, you're like, well, at least I hope the critics like me because they seem kind of like me I mean they're not exactly like me they're kind of like my weird cousin something yeah Mm. Uh, you know even back in the day Billy Joel around the height of his popularity would take negative reviews in newspapers out on stage with them and read them out loud and like tear them up that's pathetic yeah that's that's (laughs) that's kind of weird that reviewer's like so psyched yeah yeah, 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 exactly yeah I don't really get that um that's that's giving them way too much credit seriously yeah but yeah, you guys were touching on just how you, reviews do impact things. Like they can have an impact on if you how big a festival you play or how big a stage you play at a festival. Or and I think people are kind of scared right now to have yeah. a different opinion. You know, hmm. everyone's like kind of waiting to see what one person says. Follow then, the consensus, and then follow the consensus, and then and then there's this maybe a later rewriting of history when when a band just kind of happens. You know. Regardless of their bad yeah, I always reviews. get bummed out when reissues get like they get something gets a reissue. Yeah, now Odelay yeah. gets five stars. You know, it was like, oh, because when it came out to me, it seemed like it should have gotten, but you can't quite give mm-hmm. it. I guess you can't right away, even though a lot of people are like that. That's just one example that always comes to mind. Is like I remember being a really popular, great album, really well respected, but it couldn't be a classic yet. Yeah, It'll only be a classic ten years down the line. Critics don't want to be wrong. It takes a lot to take a risk and put yourself out there. Calling something a classic that's just kind of unheralded because if you're, that's weird because there is no wrong. It's still your you can right. There's no right and wrong. Yeah. That's the whole point. It can be a classic to you. You know, I mean, based on you know your opinion, this is. A classic. This could be a classic one day. And then when it's not, and they want to remember that you said that when it is, maybe you get to why. feel vilified, you know, justified. Why they're critics. <laughs> so when the new Yesayer album comes out, will you guys 
read reviews of it or read maybe just go back and read interviews you do. I just hope people review it. I it's, just want you yeah, to as long as someone to, reviews it yeah. to read them and just tell me what you think the consensus is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to read interviews myself. My God, I mean, when idiot. the album comes out, I feel like I mean, at least personally, my brain is going to be in a totally different place than caring about that. I'm going to care about getting our live show together and making yeah. sure that side of it is together, you know? And that going back to kind of like, what kind of musician do you want to be a master? It's like, it's, I mean, ideally you want to work at having a personal voice and getting better at that. And if you're in a collaborative project, that's also a, a at times a very challenging thing to surmount and very rewarding when it works. Um, so those are the things that if those things can coalesce, then yes, that's a goal. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm psyched that the album's going to come out. It's still fascinating to me when you walk into our manager's office and there's a tactile thing, you know, this yeah. is the fourth one we've made. So Wait, did you get a copy of it? <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't get one? You didn't, I, I, actually, I had, everybody in my family gets one first. I haven't first. seen the fourth one yet. <laughs> might not be yeah, they, might, might not. they might not be making physical objects <laughs> anymore by the time this fourth album gets done. <laughs> so yeah, you're talking about getting the live show together. When you guys put this album out and then play behind it, there's four albums to you know work with. You'll probably want to play a good amount of the new album. Have you thought about the set list yet? What old songs are going to still get played a lot? What might get bumped? We kind of have a pretty good idea We're, about what works and from old old material. What I, I think it's nice to play new songs that people aren't as familiar with. But then we're also we're not that obtuse. Like we're, we we like playing the hits from old albums, and you know we might dig deep into something too. Play an old track. That was like kind of a little something that we thought was always a gem, okay. a hidden gem. But I mean, okay. really, what's the point? Just play the hits. <laughs> <Just> play the <laughs> hits. I mean, <laughs> the most experimental bands out there, their fans just still want to hear their most poppy songs. I think. I mean, it's yeah, it's got a nice for the mix. most part. Otherwise, you just you, they can listen to the album. <laughs> yeah. Are there any songs from? the Yaser albums that you look back now and just like, wow, I'm just not really into that anymore. I don't like that. <laughs> Probably all what the kind hits. of a question is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, I mean, it's been like nine years Is there years anything now. that you've ever done in your life that you're ashamed yeah. of? Yeah. Do you mean like how many times do I shudder in embarrassment? When <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they're no, all they're, gems. All gems. Everything, all gems. everything yeah. we make is perfection. Yeah, they all just stick with you and represent you for the rest of your life accurately. Yeah, yep. whatever. I mean, positively, you we want to think that you've they've all been a part of a development to where you are now. But sure, there's things they're that all you, part of you a, listen to and you're like, I'll never over. make that aesthetic decision now. But hmm. that's why you're not making that music now. No, that aesthetic decision was all right. Yeah? Yeah. It was you like, like that? that? Yeah, it was good. Right, it was cool. the other aesthetic decision. It was uh, yeah, yeah, that one was I still. Bad. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it takes a little time to even go back and listen to your old songs. Yeah, like actually, it takes me like six or seven years, and then I'm like, all right, that first album we made was pretty good. It was yeah. like, put it on, forget who it is. Mm-hmm. When it, if it comes on, two years to be embarrassed by it, six years to appreciate it. Yeah, mm-hmm. ten years for someone to say it's a classic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> twenty eighty, a little bit closer. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Yeah, that's, a, then, that's a modern classic. Yeah, we're going to get played a lot that year. <laughs> Hopefully. The publishing checks are going to roll in. <laughs> we'll all be dead. But. 
I mean, I remember thinking when the song came out when it was new, you guys could be alive in 2080. Hope not. Mm. Well, you know, you don't want to be. Well, no, these two could. Okay. <laughs> why, is, why is that? <laughs> no. I, I, I would be 98. He eats a lot of sausage, that's all. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. grandmother's almost there. No, she's 96. Seven. Yeah, I don't know if 98 is where yeah. I don't need to I don't need to stick around that long. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, it's like it's as long as you're healthy. For me, it seems a little presumptuous. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> that would have been sweet if the song was like, in 2080, I'll see you there. <laughs> that, that, that's more positive. Yeah. That's more yeah. positive. Um, about, like, we'll regular, all be there. Regular be there. checkups yeah. and like running every day. It's my just positive. about the wonders of yeah. medical technology. Yeah. Me and my... My posse will see you there. We'll be, we'll be taking your yeah, hologram we'll, Instagram. Yeah, we'll all be on the cloud then, right? Yeah. We'll just be fully uploaded. Yeah. Yeah. So all things considered, it sounds like 2080 is like one of the hits you guys are talking about. Like, we're still going to be playing that. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I'm catching on. <laughs> I don't know. We should buy that. Yeah, who knows? Maybe that will stay in the live, uh, live show. Hmm. We cut it for a while. We brought it back. Yeah, it, people were just booing, people booing, just throwing cans and tomatoes. <laughs> Bad re- show reviews. How come show reviews aren't a bigger thing? <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Why is it always the album? I've read show reviews. It's always kind of weird. It's always, not for us, but for anyone. It's like, and Billy Joel did not play Piano Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he didn't do it. I guess <laughs> it started and the lights were down. Then the lights came up. But we had a live album reviewed. You guys got the, a couple the, the live records. albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, tried yeah, to make right, live right, albums yeah. at the end of tours. I think it's a good document of that time. Yeah. It sort of feels good. And you can instantly put yourself... I can easily put myself on those stages at those places where we played and recorded those live albums. Yeah, it's good mental closure. It is the good. next live album we're going to do, it's going to be virtual reality, so you can be there. We're actually stage. just going to do one show, but it's going to be uh, hologrammed around the world on in real time. So we're going to play 120 shows in that one show that would be kind of sweet i'm just saying it's very it's it's very like equal opportunity for the people so like where you live or but being the able show to that we're playing it's, yeah. it's a secret where that real yeah. show is gonna so be. it's right. not equal opportunity at all you're like hello <laughs> cleveland what great museums you have here love that rock and roll hall of fame <laughs> someone just pipes it in hello detroit Home of Motown. <laughs> Love that museum you have here. <laughs> uh, this is fun. We should talk about the new album a little bit. Go into some some details, some deep dives. Okay. So I know that older music, maybe some of the first album, had some political vibes on it. Maybe since then, any politics coming into this album at all? I mean, Always. yeah, a little bit, of course. Yeah, I don't. I think you can't. You don't need to like be overt, but I think you have to respond to your environment. At least I feel like it's important to. And politics does come into play a little bit in that. I think that if you any if you ever read the newspaper, you might be inspired to write a song. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> about Re- something. Reagan skeleton. There Boom. you go. There you go. <laughs> Another underappreciated gem. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't really based on the newspaper. It was just, you know, about Ronald Reagan being a zombie who comes back from the dead. But, um, yeah, I mean, why not be inspired by 
everything you can possibly write a song about. Mm-hmm. If it's a love song, if it's a song about you know a cartoon that you like, or if it's politics, you might as well. Yeah, there is a, there's an older song inspired by Bush's re-election, right? By us? Yeah. I don't or think written so. written around it? Was there? Kind of. Bush's like re-election? This. Yeah. No. Just like, if you know that, that's real. I don't know if that's... What song? You, you, is it Final Path? Oh, no. Well, no, that was just... Final Path wasn't really... Well, okay. Was, sure, let's... Yeah, maybe that was... Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like any time you're going to... It's... Yeah, I mean... If you're uh, writing songs about uh, the apocalypse and... You know, dystopian themes. Yeah, there's all sorts of Bush getting reelected pop- might have been a good yeah, uh, kind yeah. of impetus for writing <laughs> that night. You know, then we might have another uh, great moment of clarity too. It's, you know, when we can write songs about President Trump. Yeah. Who do you guys have a candidate of choice preference right now? I like Jill Stein. No one seems to know about her, but she's my favorite. I don't have any idea who that is. She's the Green Party candidate. The she's party's still a thing. Yeah, she's the one who, when I type in on the computer, like all my views on the world, just answering like twenty questions, like comes up. You should vote for Jill Stein. She shares ninety eight percent of your views. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then it's you know Bernie Sanders ninety two percent. Yeah. Tillery I Clinton. just no, you know as long as it's I, I like Bernie. I I can live with Hillary for sure. I can, I don't think I can I I can't deal with. If it's a t- Ted Cruz is really just. I don't think Ted Cruz is going to win, but He's Ted Cruz the... is great for memes. Ted Cruz for got you? Some good memes. Oh, memes. I said she's great for you. He's just like despicable, isn't he? I find him despicable in every way. Yeah, I think, I I think mean, he's the. I think he's just one of the most despicable human. You beings. You think he's worse than Trump? I think he's worse than Trump for me. I think I just. I would I, have. I would have a harder time having a conversation with Ted Cruz than Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. I think I could find some t- common ground with Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> what might that be? New York City, like, yeah. no, seriously, go. like yeah. just that simple thing. Like, like New so. York City, a good restaurant. Ted Cruz is like despises absolutely. He, he's the absolute. <laughs> he despises everything that I like. There was a news story earlier today that I wrote about how explosions in the sky is pissed at Ted Cruz because they use one of their songs in a new video I would promoting be pretty them. Yeah. I'd be really That's pissed pretty, off. Where do these lame. guys get off constantly using music? Do they do they not realize, do like these conservative politicians not realize that pretty much the only <laughs> band they can use is Ted Nugent? Just stick to <laughs> Ted Nugent because everyone else hates you. you know, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm exaggerating, but I really, like. it's always so funny when they just like, what? Bruce Springsteen? He's not a Republican? Neil Young? He doesn't want us to use his music? I don't get it. It's like, no, yeah, guys, like pretty much all musicians that are going to be interesting, whose music you like, they despise your politics, <laughs> I think. Certainly Ted Cruz and Trump. Maybe that's overstatement. Maybe they're going to get some real conservative musicians out there. Yeah, I mean, if they're playing it just in a venue, like at a rally, usually that's legal for the candidate. It's when they use it in a video. That's where legal it's for like, the candidate. Yeah, it's still. I don't fun. think they could do it at a. You think they could do it at a rally? Sure, yeah. it's like a DJ playing the venue something. Kind of owns yeah, the it's just a live show. Didn't MGMT sue Sarkozy for playing kids at his rallies? In yeah, was that a rally or was that a campaign? Yeah, maybe it was a campaign. Yeah. I guess eventually everything yeah. gets filmed and put on yeah. TV. Yes. So or, I don't know how that works. They shouldn't be allowed to do it. Yeah, they should just write. He should just write his own song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should have Trump and Cruz writing their yeah. horrible music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I would buy it. Maybe kind of outsider music. <laughs> yeah, I'd definitely torrent that. Yeah, 
Penny whistles and xylophones. <laughs> um, what about there's this like really high pitched voice that comes up on I Am Chemistry and a little bit elsewhere in that, like in the bridge, like the My Mother Told Me part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did who who was singing that? How did that come about? That is Suzzy Roach. Okay. Of the band The Roaches. Do you know that band? I don't. Seminal. Great band. Very cool band. Um, R-O-C-H-E-S. Yeah, we were actually listening to a lot of The Roaches when we were working on our first album. Or when we were touring off of our first yeah, album, we I guess. And then uh, I saw her in a, in a play in Manhattan for the Wooster group called The Early Shaker Spirituals. Which was like, this, have you heard of the early Shaker Spirituals? You've heard of it, right? Mm-hmm. I sang them in high school. It's like this classic record recording some of the like last Shakers, I guess. And uh, they just, Suzzy was one of three people. It was Francis McDormand and Elizabeth LeCompte mm-hmm. and Suzzy. And they were just like reenacting this uh, record on stage with like some dancing and stuff like that. So I was like, is that the same woman as the as in the Roaches? And then we emailed her and she decided to sing with us which was awesome so it was just like a random reach out without any like knowing before and it worked out i knew no i just knew someone who was in that theater company okay so they were able to give me the email very fortuitous and we had the part some parts with ideas of having female vocals on a few of the songs mm-hmm. we couldn't get it right we yeah i mean we just you know was trying to find the right voice and it happened it's her voice was just inspiring has been for a while she sort of has a childlike quality that worked out. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said like a high pitched voice. Cause I couldn't tell if like it was kind of distorted and turned up. But she has a really interesting voice. Yeah, she's that's amazing. Really cool. it's yeah. Voice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is she on half asleep too? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. And Gerson's whistle. Okay. Right. Are, Is that true? Yeah. 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 Are there any other guest vocalists on the album? Um, uh, well, Lale did a little singing. Right? Yeah. I mean, pretty much it's just us. B- bending and breaking, yeah, our, our just us cords. doing weird voices, pitching things around with tape, and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's not a new thing for the band. That's like that's kind of our thing. that's yes, yeah. Tried oh, yeah. Too. oh yeah, that's <laughs> what I, see. That's what I really those think, guys sing weird. That's what I really think about the album. It's like <clears throat> it's just a Yesayer album. Oh, that there makes you go. Me and this. Or, yeah. it. <laughs> There's the it. pull quote. Yeah. Period. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Yesayer album. It's just the Yesayer album. Plain and simple. Ba-dum, bum. <laughs> it's a little reading rainbow reference. Yeah, I know. Well, we we set ourselves up, I think, pretty well on the first and second album to do anything we want, and, and I have, have people still be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> yeah, because it's really weird. Oh, we got the sound of a dragon and some little kids uh, on there. Uh, the sound pretty much as long as we do synthesizer on fire and then the acoustic guitar comes in that makes sense as long as we do some singing I think it's yeah next time next time all instrumental we're actually in talks with the greatest pianist in the world (laughs) he's a master (laughs) one of the greatest no he's actually the greatest of all time uh, time. Billy Billy Joel we're gonna say all right, we're recording now we're gonna call Yeser let's see what you can do (laughs) (laughs) 10 out of 10 (laughs) 
how can you give him any less than 10 out of 10? He's the master. He's the best. He's the best. He's the best. Yeah. I'm giving the best score. A plus. So, yeah, that's a wrap. Yay, Sarah, Altenar Stars. I had a blast chatting with those guys. I think you could tell. So, yeah, I I really, really enjoy doing this podcast. So it means a lot to me that you guys have been listening. So thank you so much for all your support. Again, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can click the iTunes link towards the bottom of the story if you're viewing it on billboard.com. If not, you can just search Altenar Stars on iTunes. There you can subscribe to the podcast. As I said before, amazing if you give us a star rating. That helps so much with everything that we do. And aside from that, you can listen to the archived episodes. All the old stuff is there. Recently, we had Chariotlift on. We had Borns on the podcast. We had Ra Ra Riot on the podcast. So, yeah. Hope you enjoyed this one. Till next time, new podcast runs around 12 noon, afternoon, every Friday on Billboards.com. So, until next Friday, have a good weekend, everybody. Peace out. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.